0: Welcome. Your presence is greatly appreciated. You're listening to Logical Humanism, What Are You? podcast by Sebastian Live. In this podcast, my message is very clear. It is time for us to realise what we are as opposed to who we are. I discuss the nature of what we are and the thinking and life of who we are not. Yes, you are not this person who you think you are with its name, identity, culture and conditioning. We discuss human life, trauma, love, relationships and above all we discuss how we, you and I can realise our own presence against the movement of life of this person. Please follow the show if you would like to listen to more episodes and leave a rating and comment if you would like to. Thank you and enjoy your episode. Today, we are going to discuss uh, perhaps one of the reasons why uh, relationships break up badly. Um, Most of the people I've uh, met in my life, and I'm sure you would agree, um, don't really talk to their partners, -partners. ex-partners. At some point, there was so much love, so much passion spending holidays together, days together, nights together, making plans about the future, being in love. And then, sometimes suddenly and sometimes overnight, uh, things change and you start detesting that person. And we want to investigate um, this together because we've been asked, I've been asked this question many times Relationships are uh, very important uh, for all humans. So uh, next to work, it sits right at the top um, of, um, of our um, desires. Um, so I'm gonna tell you a story and in that story we will um, uncover One of the reasons why relationships break. Uh, When I moved to London, I was um, before that living in Lahore for a bit with my parents and I was going to university there, as in pre-university. University was in the UK but and when I was there, um, I met someone and uh, we spent uh, almost three years together uh, at school. Um, and we were very much connected. We were very much uh, perhaps in love at some point. Um, and um, we had a plan. the plan was then that we will get together one day when, when, when I find my in London and she'll come and join us, join me and then we'll spend the rest of our lives together. Yeah, childhood sweetheart or school sweetheart or college sweetheart. And uh, as soon as I came to London uh, when I spent um, six months there um, something fundamentally happened um, to my brain and that's what we are going to investigate uh, together. When someone <clears throat> goes to a place like I went to a place where all that uh, was shown to that person growing up, uh, you can ask yourself this question. The movies you watched, the magazines you watched, the commercials you watched were all inspirational um, in a way to a lifestyle uh, which included a lot of fun, a lot of parties, lot of. Um, holidays, you know, an extravagant life of eating, drinking, sex, fun, you know, whatever you've seen in the movies. You you, you, you think that it's somewhere sitting in your subconscious mind. No, but it's very much in your mind, in your brain, um, as a foundation. So that was the case for me, and that is the case for a lot of people, uh, that we naturally get attracted to something which we have been... um, shown which we have seen all our lives and here I was in London this life of glamour and glitz and sports cars and whatnot um, parties and holidays and beaches and was in grasp uh, and uh, I could have it however at that time uh, one of the things which is um, quite interesting in the brain is that it does not accept its own conditioning. So, uh, this was a pure conditioning of the brain that I desired something which was now in reach. However, my brain, and at that time I thought it was me, um, did not accept this conditioning, did not even consider this conditioning. For it, it was just the base of thinking, base thinking, like for all of us. Uh, there's no question asked. The question or the logic it needs to now find is how to break up with that person um, because it has not found or accepted logic in the conditioning. So it starts thinking. I started thinking what to do. It's a transitionary period when you're thinking about it. You know, we all go into that thinking about it not sure what to do and uh, because there is no logic to what's about to happen the only logic is in conditioning but the brain doesn't accept that so we are thinking and then we go to our friends like I went to my family and friends and and ask their advice and at that point something very monumental and phenomenal happens It is uh, as if all the advice which you get from your friends and family reinforces the I, me. The me which was absent in love, the me which was dissolved in love. That's the whole idea of love. When you're with someone and you're in love, whatever kind of love it is, there's no need to define it. But there is no separation of the self. There is no you, there is no her, there is no him, there is no it, it is just oneness. However, when you go and take advice from your friends and family, they reinforce the I, saying things like, it's your choice, it's your life, it's your decision, we'll be always there for you. Um, He wasn't even that good or she wasn't even that hot or whatever, to reinforce this brings out the phenomena in the brain, the memories in the brain that I exist uh, even in a relationship. So then I become I and then the relationship starts to change because now there is an entity involved who has its own demands, own wants, own desires, uh, conditioned however not accepted that this is the reason, so it's finding a reason. Now I Sebastian, the brain, at that time, wanted to find a reason. So it looked at past as it does, history. And it found all the things it didn't like about that person. She might be this, she might be that, she might not be able to live in London, she might not be able to uh, cope with the lifestyle there, she's a bit conservative, whatever things were just... Uh, normal for two humans uh, when they're going through uh, or or are in a relationship, became an issue for the brain. It started demonizing that person. It started thinking that that person is the reason why this relationship is not working. Instead of accepting its own logic, the brain then goes into uh, rationalizing its decision making by demonizing the other person, strengthening yourself and demonizing the other person. It forgets that the main reason why it is about to doing, it doesn't even acknowledge it, it's about to do this, is conditioning, is perhaps a what what it is supposed to do because it was built that way all my life i never subscribed to a a system where you know an exclusive love perhaps with one person exists i always loved um, a lot of people and it was instead of accepting that there was this idea of sebastian Another Sebastian, which was continuously reinforced by family, by culture, by society, that he should have, he should find a nice girl and get married and, you know, do all of that. So the brain did not accept its conditioning and still was hinging on to this idea of another better Sebastian who will one day find a girl and fall in love, deeply, madly, and there will be no problems and they will live happily thereafter. That doesn't happen. So, it demonized. It vilified that person. There was a whole idea of that person now, which is very different from what it was. Totally in my perception. Totally unaware, the other person unaware what is happening. And I have changed reality as it was because of my conditioning. However, not accepting my conditioning. So I went to her and I said to her, it is not going to work between you and me because, 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 because. And she was, of course, shocked. But I was, uh, I, I thought that was the truth, of course, at that time. There was no other option. That's what the brain decided to do. And then, of course, I went back to London and continued my journey of finishing education, finding a job, enjoying all those things which I aspired for. But in those times, I also engaged, um, or was in relationship with a few other people over the last 20 years. And you can see that the pattern repeats itself instead of accepting perhaps that my conditioning of the brain is to be free because that's how perhaps I grew up listening to my father who's a very free soul. Perhaps that's, what it that's how it is to live in this world, to be free of defined structures of what love and relationship is. Instead of accepting that 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 is my conditioning or perhaps the true meaning of existence, I still was hanging on to this idea of another Sebastian who doesn't exist. Who will find someone and get married and have kids and settle down and subscribe to the normal social, societal values of life. And that was a struggle. That was a struggle between this person and the idea of another person. And hence, this person was never present in any of his relationships as such. He always knew that uh, this is not right but he was still doing it and he repeated the same patterns of finding the reason in not its own conditioning but the habits and perhaps the uh, other person and then when that happens the relationship breaks badly of course Uh, not normally my case but in many cases because you are vilifying the other person, without the knowledge and without the compassion or love which existed for months or years. It's just all gone. And from there on, the relationship takes an absolutely bitter um, turn. Or it just finishes. And how sad is that, that two people who still probably love each other from the core, because that's what we are. Just because their brains have defined logic, not accepting their own conditioning, but vilifying the other people. The whole beautiful thing between two people, families connected, friends connected, they shared a life, just finishes. Why do we need to finish anything? Of course, relationships change their nature throughout time. Some love changes, the environment changes, just let it be. If two people are not supposed to talk to each other, are not supposed to be in sync, they wouldn't, they can't. There's no point defining an end, a breakup, because then it has its own problems, its own memories, its own um, drama but understanding analysis of how we might be vilifying and negating and making a personality out of this other person just because we want something else. And we have to accept that that that's what we want. We have to accept, the brain has to accept itself. And it will happen once you make it free, once you come out of it, once you relax it, once it sees it its itself. And all of this analysis, which perhaps I'm doing, is the, is, is the same process. Understanding patterns, understanding thought process, understanding history, understanding culture, understanding the reasoning behind why what is happening is happening. And then accepting it. Not blaming the other person, not finding logic in external stimulus. It is all you. All experience which happens to you is inside you. We try to complete ourselves with experiences from other people and other things, forgetting that regardless of what stimuli or stimulus is, All experience is happening inside me. All imagery, all video, all sensations, all thoughts, all feelings is happening inside you. It's totally in your control how you want to feel about anything. For that, we have to come out of the brain to analyze the brain, to understand the human design, to optimally perhaps use it at some point. To express ourselves use it as a tool we have to come out of it if we stay in the brain we stay as a conditioning of the brain as a memory as a thought we don't exist as such it's as if we were data and data can be manipulated data is going to change throughout the course of life and have you changed throughout the course of life Now, you were always here, aware of the change of this person. So, we come out and we let this person do its job. Look back at all the decisions it's made and all the things which have happened and kind of make sense to it. So it can remove its baggage. So eventually we can jump back into this person. But right now the decision-making process of this person is so conditioned based on all experiences it has had and all knowledge and childhood and whatnot that there is nothing in your control. There will ever, never be anything in your control because it's all conditioning. However, conditioning can be changed or dropped. Repopulated from other sources, not from... Sensory sources, only, from yourself, from the internal source, from the wisdom, from the life you are. So then when these kind of decisions of relationship work come, um, happen, the brain has options, more data, to make decisions, instead of just following the previous thought processes, previous patterns, which are embedded as neural pathways in the brain. By coming out of the brain, we give brain new opportunities, new decision-making power, new options, when it's making those decisions. There are other brain cells in the brain which are asking for energy. So automatically they generate a different thought. It's a very physical phenomenon, if we understand that. To understand all of this, to understand why your emotions have been as they have been to understand why your actions, why your relationships haven't worked or have they worked, why your work is not optimal, perhaps, for you. You have to come out of all of this, to observe the movement of this, to observe the movement of life, to observe the movement of thought. Spirituality is not about just getting lost. What we are talking about here is coming out of a machine, To observe the machine. So how do we come out of the machine? Of course we meditate, there are other practices, but first of all we have to intellectually understand, the brain has to intellectually understand, that it is conditioned to such an extent that it can't even manage its own relationships and desires. There is internal struggle and conflict between one desire and one longing from what your parents want, for example, and one longing from what your relationship wants, and one one, uh, desire of what your work wants. There is no harmony. There can only be harmony when we unpack, when the brain unpacks itself. When you realize, first of all, what you are, And with time, the brain listens to you and listens to your command as if it is being rewired. In science we call it neuroplasticity. The brain physically changes its shape with this new data from within. And that is the only way you can change thought patterns and previous connections between the brain and hence the actions which you have been repeating again and again and again like I did in my relationships. The attachments, the uh, jealousy, I wasn't ever jealous but the jealousy in the other person or whatever it was, the attachment from my side, the compulsions, it it was as if it's being repeated every three, four years I would repeat this process, why? I wouldn't even think that this is wrong, because I would think this is who I am. No, my friends, you are not a who. The who changes all the time. The who is a personality. You are a what which observes the who, which observes the thought. You are always here, aware, alive, understanding, making sense of it all, while the brain just computes through its senses, body senses. That is what we have to realize, first of all, that a big truth has been hidden from us in plain sight. Because we have a memory in our brains that we are this person and we belong to this country and we have this height and we have this religion and we look like this. And that is data which has been implanted in your brain, not only goes back to your life, but two million years of human understanding. That what we have to drop. That is what we have to drop. To drop suffering, to drop pain, to drop compulsions, to drop depression, to de- 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 drop nightmares, pain, uh, illness, sickness, war, poverty. We have to drop the separation that a separate self exists. It exists in the brain as an image, as an idea. Very strong programming took two million years, almost look real. Looks real. That illusion we carry, but we have started believing that we are it. When we are it, we are not still, we are moving with its thoughts, emotions, actions, and we think we are doing them, we are not observing. But as It is with everything. If you can observe the change, then you are not the change. If you can observe the thoughts, certainly you can. Ten minutes ago your thoughts were different, now your thoughts are different. You sit, close your eyes and let thoughts go past by. That's meditation. If you can observe cars going past by, you are not in the cars, are you? You are the observer observer of the movement and you can see a car come close to you, reach in front of you and just pass by and the same way you can see thoughts and movements, the movement of thought about something connected to the past, about the future and you can experience it in the present. You're not in them and if you're not in them, you're not in anything to do with the thinking brain, hence memory. Hence the memory that you are a person, a mortal person. What we are talking about here and what we will continue to talk about in this podcast and in my book is a monumental understanding of what you are. It's not just a cool story or deep thoughts bro kind of a thing. What we're talking about is that our true existence what we are where we feel life right now for example where you're feeling life where all the understanding of life ends up that is not a physical mind or body and that is what we are and we have to find out the true nature of it and that is an eternal quest and in that quest the conditioning of this person, the idea of this person, the history, the culture, the background, the thoughts, the concepts, the definitions, the descriptions, the desires, everything goes. And you can live a life which you want to live, expressing yourself through the tools which you have, the mind and the body, not the other way around. My friends, it's a monumental paradigm shift when you realize what you are doing in a human body and mind.